The Journey Hometown Journal. Milk, soy, nuts, and, and so forth. So we're going to be talking about that and kind of how to tell maybe do I have an allergy or not. Allergies. That is one of the topics that will be discussed at the Nutrition Fair, sponsored by the Public and Community Health Department at Liberty University. Hi, I'm Mark Edwards. The fair is coming up Thursday, November 17th on the Liberty University campus. And today we're talking with Emily Lagerquist with the Public and Community Health Department at Liberty. Well, Emily, thank you for being on the Hometown Journal. We appreciate that. So we have the Nutrition Fair coming up Thursday, November 17th on the Liberty University campus. Where on the campus and then uh, when uh, will it be held? Absolutely, yeah. It's going to be held in the Montview Student Union Ballroom, and that's going to be located in Montview, so you can put that in your GPS. And then you'll take the glass elevators once you get into the building. And then it's going to be from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Is there a cost for the fair? There is no cost. This is totally free to the public. What are some of the highlights of the fair as far as what will be presented? Absolutely, yes. So we have over 45 tables, and some of those tables include trending fad diets, healthy snack ideas, importance of balanced eating, infant nutrition, adolescent nutrition, nutrition in the older years, global nutrition, and so many more. All right, very good. Well, let's get into some of those topics. We'll start with nutrition and pregnancy. What information will be presented? Yeah, absolutely. We're actually going to have a couple tables on nutrition and pregnancy. So we're going to have a few students talking about folic acid and important supplements or vitamins you might want to be taking while you're pregnant or just throughout, you know, the first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, important considerations for caloric intake and, you know, some things you might want to consider including in your diet. Allergies. Uh, it's a big topic in this yes. part of the country. Uh, we hear about that with pollen. And what's interesting is, is it seems like, though, even in the fall, I've heard people talk about allergies even this season more so than I've heard before. So mm-hmm. let's kind of look at that. What will be available to listeners to help them know if their symptoms are allergies or perhaps another health issue? And then what will be presented on, on how to treat allergies? Yeah, absolutely. I think it can be confusing when it comes to allergies, especially if you maybe haven't worked with a physician before. And so some of the students will be looking into some of our main allergies. So you think of milk, soy, nuts, and and so forth. So we're going to be talking about that and kind of how to tell maybe do I have an allergy or not? And what are some good, um, maybe just substitutes or recommendations if I do have an allergy? How can I maybe change my diet a little bit? How can I make sure that I'm getting the nutrients that my body needs if I can't have nuts or if I can't have milk or wheat or something? forth. So that uh, relates to what we eat. Uh, One of the topics is is fad diets. And, you know, as we head into the holidays, right after the holidays is always a big time for people to start dieting. So what should people consider before they start a diet? And then again, what will be presented at the nutrition fair as it relates to that? Yeah, absolutely. So something important to consider is that the diet industry is a billion dollar industry. So people are trying to make money and you're going to find information, pros and cons for any kind of diet that you find. So I think what's important is to not restrict too much in your diet and to try to find maybe what works for you. So students are going to be presenting topics on the benefits and the disadvantages of different fad diets and why they might work and why they not might not be best for you. So you can kind of decide for yourself, is this something that's going to be good for me or something I shouldn't 
do. So we have topics like intermittent fasting, the keto diet, and, and many more. Very good. And when it comes to any of these diets, uh, obviously check with your physician. Absolutely, yes. This morning on the Hometown Journal, we're talking with Emily Lagerquist with the Public and Community Health Department at Liberty University. The department will be sponsoring a nutrition fair, and that's coming up Thursday, November 17th, on the Liberty University campus. You can find out more about that by calling 434-582-2333 or email publichealth at liberty.edu. Back with more of the Hometown Journal in a minute. In a world where we're all connected... Sometimes we feel disconnected, but with the My Journey FM mobile app, you can experience hope and encouragement whenever, wherever. Isn't that cool? Engage with your favorite Journey artists and music. See what song just played. Find out what concerts and hometown events are in your area. Get connected. Lately, I've been listening to it almost every day. I really needed the encouragement. The My Journey FM mobile app. Download it today in your app store. Now back to more of the Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards back with you along with our guest, Emily Lagerquist with the Public and Community Health Department at Liberty University. They are sponsoring a nutrition fair, and that's coming up Thursday, November 17th on the Liberty campus. Uh, Emily, we've touched on a, a number of the topics and that'll be presented, including balanced diet and allergies and nutrition and pregnancy. When it comes to, though, a balanced diet, what does that look like for most people? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's hard, especially nowadays in our culture, to to balance your diet. I mean, we think about convenience and taste and time. And so when we're we're talking about balanced diet, we look at, I kind of consider the my plate analogy. And so you talk about the vegetables on your plate, the grains, the fruit, the dairy. So it's just trying to get a variety and moderation in your diet throughout your day so that you're not deficient in certain nutrients and vitamins that are so vital to our health. Do you hear from people that it's hard right now because of the rise in food prices when it comes to really having that balanced diet. Absolutely. And that's and that's a hurdle that we have to kind of jump, especially in public health, is what do we do when people don't have the resources and the means to provide for themselves? What are ways that we can get creative and say, okay, if you maybe don't have enough money to provide, how can we find um, cheaper options or more convenient options for you that still are going to be of benefit to your body or working with the food pantries and, and so forth? Very good. We're talking with Emily Lagerquist. Uh, She's with the Public and Community Health Department at Liberty University. And again, uh, they're sponsoring a nutrition fair. It's coming up Thursday, November 17th. That'll be on the Liberty University campus here in just a minute. We'll give you the time and and place again and some more information uh, about uh, exactly where on the campus, the building uh, where the nutrition fair will be held. You mentioned supplements. There's so much information out there, whether it's uh, infomercials or on uh, perhaps social media, on the web, when it comes to supplements. Mm -hmm. Where does somebody begin to determine if a supplement is actually right for them? Absolutely. And it is kind of a complicated question to answer because our vitamins and supplements aren't really regulated. And so my best advice is to talk to a certified specialist in sports dietetics, and they know the most. And we're actually going to have some CSSD specialists that are going to be coming to the fair so you can ask them about, hey, what are some things that I should look for when I'm thinking about taking a vitamin or a supplement? Diabetes is also one of the main topics that will be presented Mm -hmm. uh, during the nutrition fair. What should people know when it comes to 
if they suspect that maybe they they have diabetes or there's mm-hmm. a history in their family of that, as far as staying on top of that and then relate that as well to the information that will be presented about diabetes during the fair. Diet is crucial when it comes to diabetes and working with your physician, and it can be managed, which is amazing. Um, What you can expect to see at the fair is I'll I'll actually be talking about intermittent fasting and diabetes and why insulin and glucose plays a vital role in your health and why you want to be monitoring that because it can lead to many health complications if you're not on top of your diet and working with your physician when you have diabetes, type 1 or type 2. Along with the presentations, there will be a lot of exhibits that are there. So share some of the highlights of those. Yeah, absolutely. We are so excited. So like I said, we're going to have over 45 tables of different topics that are going to be presented by undergraduate, graduate, and even some medical students. And then we'll have some public health professionals and nutrition specialists that are going to be there. And you can expect to see some great samples and snacks, some recipe ideas, some activities to participate in. So it's going to be a great time. We're really excited for it. All right. How can people find out the details about the nutrition fair? Absolutely. Yeah. You can call our department, Department of Public and Community Health at 434-582-2333. Or you can email us at publichealth@liberty.edu. This will be on the campus of Liberty University and the yes. building that it will be in. Montview Student Union. Well, my thanks to Emily Lagerquist for being our guest today. She is with the Public and Community Health Department at Liberty University. And again, the Nutrition Fair is coming up Thursday, November 17th. That'll be on the Liberty University campus. You can find out more about it by calling 434-582-2333 or emailing publichealth@liberty.edu. We'll be back with our final segment of the Hometown Journal in a minute. In a world where we're all connected, sometimes we feel disconnected. But with the My Journey FM mobile app, you can experience hope and encouragement whenever, wherever. Isn't that cool? Engage with your favorite Journey artists and music. See what song just played. Find out what concerts and hometown events are in your area. Get connected. Lately, I've been listening to it almost every day. I really needed the encouragement. The My Journey FM mobile app. Download it today in your app store. Now back to more of the Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards back with you. In our final segment, we want to update you on Operation Christmas Child. Through Operation Christmas Child and the Journey, you can give the gift of hope this Christmas. We have OCC boxes ready to be picked up, so you can stop by the Journey Studios during normal business hours and pick up a shoebox or several and then shop for a boy or girl and then return the boxes during National Collection Week that starts Monday, November 14th. The boxes will then go to Operation Christmas Child. Well, they will be shipped around the world to children in need. Now, so far, more than 195 boxes have been picked up at the Journey Studio. So thank you for your participation. We have plenty more boxes available. And again, Collection Week starts Monday, November 14th. Here's more about how your shoebox filled with gifts can have a lasting impact on a child. We're here in the middle of Puerto Santa Ana in Ecuador, close to the Amazon. Kids are receiving the shoebox for the very first time in their lives. Gracias por empacar las cajitas de regalo. Gracias por orar por estos niños. When I was 10 years old, I received an Operation Christmas Child shoebox in my hometown, Ambato, Ecuador. I remember my favorite thing in that box. It was like this black jacket, super cool, that I was wearing until I turned 16, I think. 
I understand when I received the shoebox that God was taking care of me in a particular way. He was putting his eyes on me. When I understood that, I just felt that I needed to give something back. So after I, I received my shoebox, I, I decided that I want to do something, but I was not a, a, a preacher back those days. I was Stan. <laughs> so the, the easy way was become a clown. <laughs> so I was a clown. I used to do a lot of puppets and those kind of stuff, uh, trying to just turn the gospel with the shoeboxes and all those things. When you understand that God could call anyone, but he decided to call you, <laughs> It makes me feel like I need to do my greatest and just put all my energy as the people that were part of the party that I was in when I was 10. I want to be the same thing now. <laughs> I want to give my all my energy because you never know who around all of those children are becoming pastors, are becoming servants. We're not just giving gifts to the children. We are opening doors for them to understand that God has an entire life for them. God has a plan with every single children that is receiving this shoebox. Today, I have the privilege to be the senior pastor in the Hechos 29 Church in Ambato, Ecuador. This simple shoebox gave me the chance to see my great father loves for me. And now that's the reason that all Sunday mornings, I'm so excited to, to go to the church and share the gospel and, and, and preach. It gave me the chance to see that. There are many people just like me that are in need, maybe just of a hack or just to hurt that Jesus loved them. And now I'm able to do that because someone just heard God's voice and put a black jacket on my shoebox. Man, it's just so crazy that people are just so willing to give something from themselves. But that is God. It's God working through people for other people. And for the ones that are packing shoe boxes, man, thank you very much. You are doing a huge, huge work just hearing God's voice. Well, imagine how your shoebox filled with gifts can make a lasting impression on a child. That is what Operation Christmas Child is all about, and you have the opportunity to partner with The Journey and Samaritan's Purse as we head into the Christmas season. We have all of the information about the pickup and drop-off locations at myjourneyfm.com. Since 1993, more than 168 million boys and girls in over 160 countries have received the shoeboxes. Here's one example of the journey of a shoebox. I'm Justin Thomas. I'm from Southeast Asia. And um, growing up in that part of the world means different than growing up in, you know, developed country. My parents could barely feed me three times a day. And my parents worked so hard, you know, for raising me and my sister, but they can only afford, you know, so much, you know. So that means um, I'll be wearing my elder siblings' clothes, their sandals. 
I never had my own pencil. It's like my sibling write it and, and it gets smaller and smaller. My sibling is like, oh, I cannot write this. Give it to Justin. So I, I never had a big pencil. I always get this small pencil. What's that about? It's a side note, sorry. <laughs> Christmas or my birthday or special days like this in my community is just another day. So pastor called my parents and told them that, hey, I have a gift for Justin. I still remember I unwrapped it very fast. When I opened it, one of the thing was a brand new pencil packet. I was like, that is so cool. And I, I was like, that, that is something that I feel like I can own myself, it's, it's mine. You know, nobody used it before, it is mine. First time I'm using it. That was something very special for me. The other day I was reading Bible for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That is something so powerful that Operation Christmas Child is doing. And getting that gift that, that could explain that kid, hey, God, God, I've given you Jesus. This is my first gift and I got this got it in the church and I felt the love of Jesus Christ through that. When I came to America I wanted to invest back into in a God's kingdom and from that day onwards I feel like I, I, I feel like I'm a grateful person for what God has done in my life. God has put a new identity in me. That is something that I'm really grateful for. That's the journey of a shoebox, and it's also the story of Operation Christmas Child and how the program is impacting the lives of children around the world. You can join the journey this year by picking up a shoebox at one of the collection sites and then shop for a boy or girl, pack the box, and then return the box to the collection site. We have all of that information at myjourneyfm.com. You've been listening to the Journey Hometown Journal. If you're a part of an organization or know of one in the communities we serve and would like to be considered as a guest, please make your request at myjourneyfm.com, email office at myjourneyfm.com, or call 800-424-9594. The Hometown Journal is a presentation of The Journey.